Tbilisi. Bottles, plastic bags, newspapers, cans or our toothbrushes. We are surrounded by objects that we use once or more often, but sooner or later they end up in the bin. Unfortunately, in Georgia, they mostly end up in just one bin in our household and will end on some ugly landfill. Tatjana Remneva and Mariam Pesvianice try to tackle this and offer an alternative with their organization Parki Arminda, which means I don't want a bag. Tatjana and Mariam are our guests today at Tbilisi Portrait. My name is Sarah Niva and I see that people can bring their sorted waste to your garage or you come and pick their sorted waste up. Tatjana, what happens then? Where do you bring the waste? For recycling. Yeah, okay. <laughs> But where? Uh, well, different types of waste uh, go to different recyclers or other partners, bigger collectors. All the plastic that we collect now is recycled locally in Georgia uh, on the Polyvim factory. They have big factory in Rustavi. The white paper and like books and uh, journal, like magazines, are also recycled uh, locally in Georgia, in Tbilisi. Uh, cardboard, recently we changed the partner and it will go to Turkey, but we will be looking for local recyclers as well. Uh, what else? Metals go also abroad because there is no metal recycling in Georgia. Elements and batteries and other e-waste goes to Europe, to Korea, to Dubai, to different factories. What else? Glass is recycled locally in Georgia. So it's a combination of partners and we only accept the waste that can be recycled or sent uh, in a transparent way to recyclers. Mariam, when and how did your project start? Uh, it started in 2019. Uh, so me and Tanya, we were friends from 2013. We met just for a coffee, like usual. And that time I had uh, kind of reflections about how I can recycle my waste. And I also had plans to study in an ecological school. Tanya had the same, absolutely the same topic at that time that was very important for her because of the sun and uh, the future of her son and her future of course too so um, somehow we started to talk about this topic and uh, suddenly I said that maybe we can do the project that we can call Park Yarminda and Tanya said that she had <laughs> she has exactly the same idea with exactly so, the same name exactly the same name <laughs> Uh, so, like I said, let's do it together and we started slowly, slowly, step by step, because like first we had only social media, then uh, like during the pandemic, the eco-taxi project started, but it's like a separate story, maybe it's uh, better to say after. And then like our garages appeared and the whole lectures and trainings. So yeah, it's crazy how it, <laughs> how it had uh, become bigger than just the conversation of two people in cafe. Are people easy to motivate actually? Because uh, with the eco-taxi, you're really offering to pick up the waste. So yeah, still are there people who say, well, no, it's too much effort for me. Of course. It's... One of the hardest things to change the behavior of people because, you know, we're all caught up in our daily tasks, uh, raising money, raising children, just taking care of, uh, you know, families. And 
sorting waste is extra burden uh, you need to kind of be really motivated to do. But we see one of our main goals and our mission to work in the way uh, that helps change this behavior to kind of explain why it's important, to explain that it's not very hard to do, to offer solutions so people feel more inclined to do it. But it's hard, yeah. I see you have this educational program next to the garages and to the eco-taxi. Is it like for kids or your neighborhood or... Are you having special targets, Maria? Yeah, actually, like the project itself, like the main approach is that it's educational. And the whole thing is that when you are doing everything like by yourself, I mean, uh, separating all types of waste, it's already part of uh, educational process, let's say. But of course, also separately, we have lectures and trainings for children in schools, like we had a lot already. And also on the um, festivals, uh, we do some events sometimes. And a lot of trainings we did already for business uh, because we have a lot of corporate clients, more than 40, 40 already. Mm-hmm. So it's from children to adults. <laughs> the target is very big. Mm-hmm. I would like to add, originally we targeted grown-ups. Meanwhile, everyone said that you need to work with children. And yes, of course, we need to work with children. But while children are growing, who makes decisions what to buy and how to treat the waste is the grown-ups. So for us, it's very important to target grown-ups, uh, maybe even more so than children. But of course, we work with children too. You said you have business partners. Are you cooperating with official Georgian institutions? Do they also um, participate or is it more private companies? It's private companies. Private companies, international companies, uh, cafes, restaurants, a few embassies. We mostly now uh, are able to operate with uh, small and medium-sized businesses just because our resources are very limited, so like we can't work with, I don't know, supermarkets. Have you ever heard the sentence, why should I recycle? It won't change anything as long as everyone else is not recycling as well. So what is your answer to those people? Every day, I guess so, we <laughs> hear that. <laughs> Uh, and also this uh, stereotype that uh, all that goes to landfill, we don't believe you, like, and all that uh, stuff, yes. We believe in uh, power of personal acting, that you, your personal act is very important, because only uh, if you start from yourself, you can, let's say, change the world. And uh, it's very important to think globally, it's a very famous phrase, think globally but act locally, uh, because otherwise you will not change problems uh, that are around you. I don't know, maybe Tanya, you want to add something? Treating waste is a question of responsibility. And taking this responsibility personally, it changes whole process of behaving, of uh, treating the environment, even interacting with other people. There is no better way as personal example, especially in Georgia, where like word of mouth is the main kind of tool of spreading the information and kind of change, right? So like when one person starts recycling and it believes in the process, 
Uh, it can influence their families, uh, their friends, and these friends can influence their friends. And in this way, we create this kind of social circles that spread and then bring systemic change. That's why we strongly believe that personal actions really, really matter. Georgia has a national waste management strategy for the years 2016 until 2030. It includes that the country should recycle 50% of plastic waste by 25 and 80% by 30. You think it's a realistic scenario? <laughs> I think no, unfortunately. But only in Kutaisi we can see some action from the government side. Let's say that they're trying to do something. Okay, a bit... Recycling happens in Rustavi, like they took part of waste there for recycling. Uh, Tanya can say uh, better about percentage, maybe. But uh, like overall, I don't see the big changes in the country. And the capital, let's say Tbilisi, what they are doing here, it's like the bullshit, really. Uh, because all these bins that we have in the city that they marked as recycle bins, we have official answer from Tbilisi City Hall that uh, this is like a lie. And okay. uh, they just did it for educational reasons, but I don't know how they imagine that, that because people see that just usual garbage cars take this waste. Yeah, um, only a couple of organizations like our are doing uh, something, but how they will do 30% by 2030, yeah, the, the plan is, or 2025. I think 25, they won't 25, have 50% yeah. and until 2030, they won't have 80%. Oh, it's unrealistic. Yeah. I'm a little bit more hopeful, maybe, just because there is an interest from the kind of international partners, the donor organizations to invest in the infrastructure. It's so very expensive. The, like building the recycling infrastructure requires tons of money, along with the you know work with the communities, along with the training for the staff of the waste operators. It's a very complex process. But now there are a few case studies, especially the one that we implemented together with UNDP, that show that actually even like starting small can bring significant change and that the population is actually ready to recycle. And hopefully this combined will bring uh, meaningful change. Maybe not 50% till 2025, but we will get closer. Talking about motivation, you both have jobs that are not connected to ecology. If I'm right, you're a filmmaker, Mariam, and you're a PR specialist, Tatiana. How or when did this interest for ecology or especially waste evolve? In 2018-19, uh, I just was curious about this topic because a couple of posts uh, of my friend, because she started uh, to recycle and was writing a lot about that. And somehow I thought that, why I'm not doing that? <laughs> It's so uh, important, I guess, to think where my garbage and waste goes like why i didn't thought about that before and after that i started research first uh, like how i can do this in bilisi and actually i realized that for that time we had only this um, uh, clean world uh, 27 bins around the city that was like very bad organized actually because like um, there was not clear information what you can put there what you cannot put there And actually, yeah, because of that, and that I understood that my future depends uh, on this ecology uh, 
situation because like if we will have no nature around us how we will live I understood that I need to do something more than just recycle that's why actually yeah I decided to like to talk with Tatiana actually <laughs> <laughs> then we did the project uh, for me it was I think um, travel around country around Georgia when I moved I traveled a lot and um You know, I was stunned by the beauty, by the diversity, but also stunned in the bad way by the amount of waste around. And it was bothering me so much that, well, that resulted in a desire to do something bigger. Yes, I was uh, sorting waste at home. Yes, I became more aware um, of the ecological problems, so the climate change problems, or the waste pollution problems when my son was born and, you know... I got this new perspective, but yeah, I think it started um, because uh, I was just so sad to see all the trash around uh, this beautiful country. You both moved to Tbilisi many years ago. You lived in Moscow before. Uh, why did you go to Tbilisi and did you meet before in Moscow or here? <laughs> here. <laughs> no, we met here yeah. actually on the first months that I moved from Moscow. Why I moved? Uh, well, I wanted to try something, to live somewhere else. And I was so fed up with the work I was doing before, so I needed a radical change. And somehow in Tbilisi, I felt at home when I came as a tourist. I decided to tr give it a try and well, 10 years and I'm still here. <laughs> In my case, first, of course, I'm like Georgian, so uh, every year, actually, um, when I was uh, living in Russia, I still was going every year in Georgia to my relatives and friends here, and always I wanted to live here uh, more than a month, let's say, and then uh, the political situation in Russia actually pushed me to go faster, because uh, in... Uh, 2014, uh, when the um, war with Ukraine actually started, Crimea was annexed and uh, was absolutely understandable that the situation will be worse year after year. Um, I decided that I need to, to move. Yeah, and Georgia is perfect country where you can go and uh, do a lot of things. And actually it happened and I'm very happy with that. How much time does Parki Arminda take from you and how much time are you still active in your other jobs? Depends on how many projects I have uh, at that period of time because actually it's really hard to manage uh, together like filming and doing a lot of stuff in Parki Arminda. Already five months, Tanya is like more active in Parki Arminda than me because I had uh, a lot of changes in my life. Depends on time. Uh, for me, Park Arminda is the main job, if you can say like this, for like three years. I do sometimes other projects, but this is my main focus. That's basically what I do every day, full day. What are your future plans for Park Arminda? Oh, my dream uh, still is uh, that someday we will create uh, the big eco-center in Tbilisi where we can uh, manage to have, uh, I don't know, maybe every week lectures and a big um, center where people can bring the waste and we can show how it's uh, sorted, how we press it to make a lot of uh, posters uh, and information, maybe kind of a museum there, I don't know about the waste, why not? Actual place where the whole information about ecological um, 
organizations uh, of Georgia will be collected. Maybe these organizations can also join there. I don't know. Like I love um, the spaces and I think spaces give opportunity people to meet each other and to know more. So already our garages actually work like that. But of course, if we will have the nice actual big space, it will be better. And also, uh, of course, I need to say that now we are only in Belize. And uh, I think the second step uh, will be that we will try somehow, yeah, maybe also work in other cities. Uh, if people are begging to yeah. work in Batumi, in Tel Aviv, but for us now it's unreasonable just because uh, we barely can do operations in Tbilisi and there's like so much things to do here. Yeah, but uh, I, in addition to what Mariam said, I think... Like for me personally and in general, uh, we want to participate more in the development of infrastructure because we gathered a lot of experience. You know, we personally know every piece of waste that can be recycled in Georgia. You know, like like we sorted it with our own hands. Uh, we worked both on eco-taxi, collecting from people. We spoke, probably continue to speak with actual residents we have our hands very on what's bothering, you know, like average people. Because this is who need to be addressed. Businesses, yes, of course, because they create a lot of waste. Government, yes, of course, because it's a matter of policy and infrastructure, municipal infrastructure. But it all comes down to average uh, person who buys stuff, who throws away stuff, and who can treat it differently. The work in the behavioral change and offering more solutions so it can be easier for people is something that we're focusing on. And other topic, you know, a little bit aside from our main activities is uh, tackling food waste. And maybe we will be involved in the future with this too. So you've wrapped it up perfectly. I'm thankful that you do this very important job. And also that you came by today. It was very interesting to learn about this topic. And thanks also to my teammate Sukusi Harulice and to you, all listeners. Hope you will be back in two weeks. We will be there. <laughs>